Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. PHNX Cardinals ready to roll on a Monday. He is Bo Brock. I'm Johnny Venerable. Welcome to your premier Arizona Cardinal podcast. Like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star wherever you get your programming. We are back, and so too, Bo Brock is one all-pro safety in Buda Baker. He's not been traded. He's not been cut Hopkins style. He's back <laughs> in the building in Tempe, ready presumably to report to mandatory minicamp. Yeah, just like you, just like me, just like Sean behind the computer there producing us. He showed Buda Baker showed up to work. He showed yeah. up to work for mandatory minicamp. They're on the practice field twice this week, uh, but there's other work to be done. And Buda Baker, as we pretty much speculated on and also took off for the interview, the one-on-one with Cam Cox, yep. he's going to show up when he needs to show up. In mandatory minicamp, that's when Buda Baker has decided he's going to show up. And then we've heard even more from the Arizona Cardinals architect and Monty Ford. He jumped on the Cardinals flagship radio station and uh, said that they might be working on some things, negotiating some things. So we're going to talk a lot of Buda Baker. We're going to preview some mini camp, other things regarding this Arizona Cardinals team. But it's exciting and it's it's it avoids, you know, anybody hitting the panic button any more so than they already have regarding the heart and soul of this of this team. Yeah, this was the rap sheets tweet earlier today on Buda Baker saying, hey, once upon a time, he requested a trade, but now he's back on June 12th. And it was Rap Sheet, Bo, that broke that news so many months ago. We're prepping for the NFL draft and we get that notification like, oh, no, Buda Baker wants out. Well, he's not out. He's actually very much in. And this is exactly what Cardinal fans wanted and needed to see ahead of 2023. The Hopkins stuff was difficult. Let's just call it that. A lot of people paid, signed up, season tickets, expecting number 10. He gets cut. So then it's like, well, Buda Baker's got to show up, right? Well, he wants out and the Cardinals may oblige. What's going on here? Pay him his money. I am very optimistic, more than I ever have been now, throughout this this whole circulation of this information, that Buda and the Cardinals are going to somehow come to grips with, not only this year, but maybe into next year. They've got that club option for 2024 but you mentioned Austin Ford's comments on Arizona sports that that to me is the most promising thing because Austin Ford has been very cut and dry since this process has begun like like Buddha he's under contract we're moving forward we have no intention of trading Buddha Baker we're going to move forward he's going to be on the team that's very different Bo than the comments we got today and I wonder after the course of the draft and the Hopkins situation and Buda Baker's interview with Cam Cox on Channel 12, Cam had it first, that, that Buda was going to show up. I wonder if they got through the, the, the course of the offseason, and maybe it was always their intent, that they're like, all right, Buda, you are next in line. There are very few players on this roster that are worthy of an extension, right? right. There's very few players on this roster that you would want to saddle your financial status to post this year without a wait-and-see approach. In my opinion, and many others, like Buda Baker is not one of those people. He has earned it. He's an elite player, albeit maybe a, a diminishing position. He deserves an extension. And now it looks like Monty Ford is, is at least considering that. Right. Yeah. No, look, Boot is different. And I'll kind of expound on that. But, I mean, it's it's this, it's similar to, and I don't want to make, like, Buddha out to be the, this nagging kid, right? I mean, we've all been there when we're trying to clean up a mess. Yeah. And your kid wants you to put on their favorite TV show 
on Netflix. And you're saying, I'll, I'll get to it, right? right? And I think that that's what Monty Austin Fort was doing. He was cleaning up the complete mess that was left by his predecessor and Steve Kime. He's sitting there and he's scrubbing uh, shit off the walls. And Buda Baker's like, hey, Hey, I want to watch, happening at the I watch my show. <laughs> right. And and Amani Asifor is like, we'll get to it. Just give yeah. us some time. In the meantime, this trade request, I'm I'm not gonna even like, I'm not going to entertain that because you are who we've said you are. Monty Asifort spoke very highly of Buda Baker. One of the last times he was in the team facility was, you know, when Monty Asifort was hired as Arizona Cardinals general manager. And he basically, when he talked about the caliber of player that the Arizona Cardinals wanted to kind of build with going forward, uh, it's Buda Baker. Like, he's the prototype, right? And so Buda Baker is different like, than, than your average NFL star. Like, we saw, you know, that DeAndre Hopkins is different than we anticipated. That, you know, there wasn't going to be – it was irreconcilable differences as far as what was going to happen with – DeAndre Hopkins and the Arizona Cardinals, and they ended up just outright releasing him because he wasn't going to play ball where I think Buda Baker is willing to play ball. And, and he understands that at this point in his career, it's probably going to benefit him. But he's a guy that that he walks the walk and he talks the talk. He absolutely does. And this became a bit of a negotiation and negotiations sometimes have some ugly parts. And unfortunately, you know, a, 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 a trade request through the media is part of it, and, and it does kind of put a little bit of a blemish on a perfect record with Buda Baker, but not so much where I think people should should turn on on their Cardinals heart and soul. I liked your analogy with the with the stuff on the wall with your with your <laughs> one year old at your house, and I'll double down. I tell my eight year old a lot for the past couple of years, do something called read the room. Read the room. Understand what's going on before you're about to ask me the question you're about to ask me. Maybe there's a different time to tackle this, right? Right. I would argue, and I love Kyler Murray, and I love Eric Burkhart, hopefully a future friend of the program. They did not read the room all that well with with that press release right before the combine in the draft last year with that you know seven-inch font and Kyler Murray after the playoff game. They wanted a contract. I would argue Buda Baker maybe didn't read the room Exactly right. Whereas Austin Ford and Gannon, the tandem was literally put in place for five minutes. And it sounds like based on the timeline we've been given, Booter came in right after and said, Hey, I'd like to be paid more. I'd like to yeah. be extended. Like can Gannon, I, can I push back real quick? I, I think Buddha and I think he may have changed representation, but whatever it may be, right? I think that there was a lot of different parties that we're testing Monty Austin for. Sure, 100%. You know? And I, I, again, Buddha, and we talked about this last week, like he's been the ultimate good soldier. He was allowed, let's have a selfish. He's allowed to have a selfish, yeah. right? Go out and have a selfish for, for Buddha Baker. I want a selfish with sometimes. Your kids? Buddha, <laughs> Bo Brock wants to selfish <laughs> sometimes. It's like, I, <laughs> at the selfish. end of the day. Are you, are you yeah. having a selfish right now? Nah, I might. I take. <laughs> I, I get to talk about you know everything I want to talk about in front of like my wife and kids. I get to talk about the Cardinals. I get to have a selfish right. Yeah. Let me tell you about for an hour day. today. Right. <laughs> and so I think Buda Baker, rightfully so, is like I'm taking a selfish Cardinals. This is my hundredth coach, and I was drafted in 2017. And Austin Ford's here, and you guys got a lot of bad decisions to make or a lot of bad contracts to figure out. I'm not one of them, right? So pay me some money. And you, yeah. he's obligated to do that. And it might benefit him like it benefited Kyler. Like Kyler had to go through a, a big trudge of muck in the offseason yeah. to get to late July, early August to get his extension. Maybe that's what happens with Buddha. But like we, we'll never be able kind of to take back that shock of emotion of, okay, he didn't show up to anything in the offseason, which wasn't mandatory. And then the week of the draft, he's like, I don't want to be a Cardinal anymore. And I would, I, I saw it this morning. I would say most of the fan base is excited. There are some of the fan base that's like, you ask for a trade, I don't want you around. You're yeah. old. You play safety. Get out. And to those people, I'm like, what are we doing here? Right. But can we be real? The Cardinals have had such few examples of elite, high-end, high-quality people that have projections and trajectory toward greatness and potentially the Hall of Fame. Let's not alienate Buda Baker. Let's yeah. celebrate the fact that he's back. I think Buddha, if he's guilty of anything, he was just like every rival GM when Monty Austin Ford got hired. They pick up the phone and say, "Hey, this third third overall pick, uh, I'll give you, 
you know, nothing for it. Hey, you know, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, hey, I'd like to give you nothing for him and, and you trade him in my team. And, you know, hey, can I get a pay raise? And, and Monty Austin for it was like Neo in the Matrix and he's just fending him all off. It's just yeah. unbelievable. He knows Kung Fu now. <laughs> he actually knew Kung Fu coming in and yeah. he was just knocking off everybody just trying to take advantage of a first year GM because he's Boston Fort. You guys are crushing it in the chat, of course. I see, uh, was it basketball clips up there? Buddha is the goat. Absolutely. I, I don't disagree with that. I mean, as far as, you know, the current Cardinals goat, absolutely. I mean, what he put on full display last season during a 4-13 and year and what they needed in leadership and what they needed on the field and what, you know, off the field they needed, he did every single thing necessary uh, in the absence of, of their quarterback, you know, la- lost to a, a season-ending injury. Buda Baker was the guy uh, even before that. Uh, let's see. We've got Ben Cork saying, give him the remaining cap space. I think they want to roll over some of that. And I think that's the main sticking point. Uh, cards fan 63 Buddha is the difference or is the defense. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. I mean, there's not many, uh, proven commodities as far as the defense goes for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Michael Evans, are we going to give him 20 million a season? I still don't think that they're going to put him uh, in, in top, three safety money but i think they that they could give him a little bump uh c level saying trust the process absolutely this is just the beginning of a rebuild and i think i'll maintain saying i just don't think that they're going to get into the business of giving him a ton of guaranteed dollars that might disrupt anything that they want to try to do in 2024 and i think that there's different avenues that are open as far as which direction they want to go they want to see how things uh, kind of transpire in 2023, see what direction, you know, that the their pick could go, what the Texans pick could go, what, you know, available players are there in the 2024 offseason. They want to be able to pivot any direction. And it includes Buda Baker. It includes Kyler Murray. It includes everybody that was part of the previous regime. And they just want to be able to go any direction they want, not with the idea of, hey, this is what we're doing. I would also push back on people who say you can't sign uh, this player into his 30s. Um, I'll tell you what Buda Baker is looking at, or I would imagine he's looked at. And granted, it's a different regimes. You know who got paid well into their 30s as a legacy player for this franchise? Larry Fitzgerald. Okay, you want to take it to a different tier and say, well, what about safety? What about defensive player? The Cardinals signed Adrian Wilson to a five-year extension in 2009. Do you know how old Adrian Wilson was? He was 30 years old, right? Now, how that many years been... of that contract did he play? Just he curious. played 2010, 11, and 12. So he played three of the of the five, and he, but his last great year was, was I think, 2011-ish. Um, and he was a box safety, and I would argue... I mean, they've got similarities, but I would say Buddha's maybe a little bit more versatile now in today's game. But I think they're going to age about the same. I think Buda Baker has probably three to four really good years left. Adrian which, Wilson was like, he looked like he was chiseled out of, out of rock. Or but that was it, when the strong safety was really, he was an absolute on strong, right? Yeah. But I, but I, but my point but is. But also it's I'm, a different time, man. I mean, that yeah, you're, but you're talking was, almost he, what, but that defense one and a half decades Lance, ago. And what they, what people, Dockey, you had other pieces. Important. You don't have pieces on this defense, right? Yeah. We got some if, ands, or buts. We got some maybe if this happens. Buda Baker is on an island as the only true great player on the Cardinal defense. And so I, I can understand. 2009, the Cardinals had just made the playoffs. Right. So they're trying to keep their core intact. Five years for a 30-year-old safety in 2009. And Buda Baker's like, I'm 28. Right. We have all this money. We're rebuilding again. This is my 100th coach. Our defense is not going to be very good, at least on the right. surface. You can pay me a little bit more, Car. I understand right. that. And, and that's why like, that example is, it just makes me kind of laugh at the, the absurdity of like Patrick Peterson's comments about the Cardinals organization. Like right. I know it was Rod Graves back then. It's like he paid a dub. He paid Darnell Dockett soon after that, if not before then. He yeah. paid Clayus Campbell his first contract. He paid P2. He paid all these. He played initially paid Matt Tyron Matthew that he doesn't play defensive players. It's like yeah. yeah, if if you if you do good work for this organization, they will reward you. And they've rewarded Buddha. They made him the top paid safety at at the time a couple of years ago, and he's still playing out that contract. But if there's a way to make him happy and continue the process that they've begun under Monty Osfort and Jonathan Gannon, if there's a if there's a if there's some middle ground. 
I am all I'm all in on that. Absolutely all in on that. But I also do understand the the the, the thought process behind. Hey, uh, at the end of this contract, he's going to be 29, and he plays safety and he plays with reckless abandon, which is great. But you know, is it smart business uh, to lock up a lot of guaranteed dollars beyond that deal? I, I don't think so. I, you can just call me naive. I don't think Buda okay. Baker. I'll do that. <laughs> And do it daily. That's not very nice. <laughs> I don't think Buda Baker, any contract you give Buda Baker, the extension, whatever, new guarantees, new money is going to hamper you from being successful. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm, that's, that's the stance I'm going to take until I see him have a down year. And then, of course, Jordan in the chat, he brings leadership, which is what this team is lacking. He, I'm ready to put him in the category of Adrian Wilson. I am. And I know a lot of people will scoff at that. I would argue Buda Baker, he's, I'm not, I don't need to argue with this. He's had a better start to his career. Like Buda Baker has a better chance if he can continues on this trajectory to get into the Hall of Fame. And we know Adrian Wilson, Hall of Very Good, right? Cardinal Ring of Honor is not going to the Hall of Fame, at least we think. And, and so right. I would argue there's so few instances, Cardinals, where you get a Hall of Fame player, keep him happy over the course of his elite years, even to his good years, but right? Don't you think we've seen even like just the proof of nobody is is the status to where like you, you like the, Fitz is the exception, right? But like even A Dub or Nino or guys that go down history of one of the just like the legends of the Arizona Cardinals, right? Even like they had like these unceremonious exits, right? And it didn't like it didn't impact their legacy, like. Darnell went and he, I think he signed a cup of coffee with the Niners and he didn't even have any, like he didn't have any football left in him. A dub, he spent training camp with, with the Patriots. Like sometimes like the reality, the ugly reality of the NFL is like, and if the Cardinals play, let Buda Baker play out this contract, like just statistically it would say there's not a whole lot of le football left in him. Or you could be bit in the ass like this club was with Anquan Bolden, who threw him to the curb, and they thought, we're not going to pay Anquan and Fitz at the same time. I know Anquan was a little bit younger. Mm -hmm. Anquan was elite, an elite receiver when he left. He was an elite receiver when he went to Baltimore, and he was an elite receiver in San Francisco. He was a second-round pick, just like Buda Baker. And it was a player that wanted to be paid, wanted to stay with the Cardinals. The Cardinals said, no, we're good. We got, we got Fitz. We're okay. Or it could be Tyron Matthew, where the injuries come into play and he goes and he has great Hall of Fame success elsewhere. I've seen both instances. I am just not. Buda Baker is elite today. Like Patrick Peterson was done when he left the Cardinals. He had a nice re, little bit of a rebound near Minnesota. But, I mean, he's talking about transition to safety. Dockett was toast. You saw it on the field, right? Clayus Campbell, though, left this franchise at 30 years old and almost was defensive player of the year in Jacksonville. And yeah. I don't think Clay, I don't think Clayus is going to the Hall of Fame. I think Buda Baker, if he continues this trajectory, is going to the Hall of Fame. But Clayus so, is a six foot eight freak. Like he's an absolute just monster of a man. Where you look at Buda Baker, here's the, here's the thing, and I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth here. Like you are, you are. Be consistent with your messaging. Buda. Here's the thing: if if Buda Baker, like you could, like if you negotiate something between, and this is the time, right? This is the time that they really ironed out Kyler's deal last year. Like they're gonna have these two mandatory mini camp practices, and then the players go away, and this is like the most that they get to get away from the facility uh, like straight until uh, like the entire off season, right before they report to training camp. Like if mm -hmm. they iron something out, like it might be smart because Buda Baker now joins, you know, a defense that's going to really, really get to capitalize on his strengths and maybe even take his game to the next level. Like, because we've wanted to see more from Buda as far as taking away the football, yeah, as far as this creating turnovers. And we, like we saw last year with a, uh, CJ uh, was it Gardner Johnson for for Philly when he got traded from the Saints into Jonathan Gannon's defense? He had six picks, and if if he can start taking away the ball at a higher rate, that takes his game up a notch, and that's pretty scary to think about. And then you're like, oh crap! Like we've got him one more controllable year after this. Maybe maybe we should have worked and ironed out a multi-year extension. Well, listen, we're not breaking news here. This is the best defensive back coach he's ever had in Jonathan Gannon as his head coach, right? Gannon thrives taking defensive backs and elevating them to the next level. And that, he was an elite defensive coordinator in Philadelphia. That's putting it mildly. But look what he did with some of these guys that were like undrafted, late-round picks in Philly cast-offs, right? He made so many people money 
in Philadelphia. Look at all those guys that are getting contracts that probably won't live up to it because of John and Gannon. So I think what Bo is outlining is 100% within the realm of possibility. Buda Baker plays, I said this on Friday's show, Buda plays 17 games. Even if the Cardinals go 1-16, and 16, he will have a robust statistical year that, that warrants all pro Pro Bowl consideration, right? He just can't do it by himself. And I think that that's his argument to the Cardinals. Like, I'll be a good soldier. I'll play on this team, right? This is my 100th head coach, but I need to be compensated because I want to be able to see this vision of yours with Gannon and Monty Austin Ford come to fruition. And I would also argue the the, the, the comparisons that we're making, Anquan and Calais leaving and Patrick Peterson dipping out and Tyron Matthew, those are all cap-related instances, right, of the Cardinals saying, we got to do this, we got to early do sets the air apparent, we got to pay X, Y, and Z, we can't afford... Cardinals are going to have $100 million next offseason. So if you do not retain Buda Baker after just telling DeAndre Hopkins to take a walk for $22 million, to eat that money, what kind of message are you sending? Again, you can have a contract like Buda Baker. You can pay him great money for good play in a couple of years, and the fan base, I think, is going to be content with that because, number one, you're a draft and develop franchise now, and number you just have all this money. You're, you're freeing up all this money. Why why would you why would you hesitate to give some to Buda Baker? I just don't understand it. Because what this this franchise wants to really make its name doing drafting and developing well, have him and be the outlier. Play. I understand. I understand. I mean, like, but they've shown already examples of where they're willing to make the the tough decisions. And we'll see if if they hold pat or if they find some sort of like middle ground. Uh, but as of right now, I mean, it, it's it's a pl- it's a positive that Buda Baker is at the facility, according 100%. to Ian Rappaport. Uh, Darren Urban, I think, confirmed that as well. Uh, the team website, and we'll confirm it tomorrow when we're out there at mandatory mini camps. Uh, Jean Paul in the chat talking about Buda culture setter. Uh, we've got Cards fan sixty three saying Buda Baker clears almost every safety we have. Uh, Michael Evans saying something else and he'll be gone with K1. He's he's leaving with Kyler Murray. Two years gone. Jordan uh, right here, uh, Nadraj or Jordan backwards saying Monty first day. Yep, there it is. uh, Said that Buddha, what the franchise wants to be and then they move away from, I don't think so, franchise defense player, period. Uh, So everybody crushing in the chat here as far as Buddha Baker showing up according to several reports. Excited to see him out there on the practice field because of his legendary practices that we've we've seen and, and heard about and to set the example for a team that's going to have a lot of more younger players than usual. Uh, that's important to see out there on full display. Michael in the chat. I mean, this is I've you're you're hundred percent right in your opinion to voice this. I may not agree with it, but this is what I've seen on Twitter. Buddha put himself ahead of the franchise during a really, really tenuous time. As a fan, I can't forgive that. I I don't. He took a selfish. Buddha took a selfish in the offseason, and now he's reporting to Cardinals camp, and hopefully <laughs> things come to fruition. Like, would we have liked Michael Buddha Baker just to not say anything, and it had happened organically? Like, hey, Buddha's on the team, right? We don't hear a peep about Buddha this offseason. Like, a week into mandatory camp, Buddha gets an extension. Of course, that's that's what we want. But, you know, we're not agents. Maybe this was a tactic all along that they anticipated would would culminate with a with a new deal um but we'll have to wait and see i'm going to tell you what you shouldn't wait and see right now is to sign up for the bet mgm three ball challenge this is the stuff golfers dreams are made of folks you and three guests by the way could be teeing off one of the most legendary courses if you top the ranks at the pga three ball challenge take your swing at this free-to-play challenge by revealing your roster of golfers for each week's tournament. The players with the best performing golfers will snag awesome weekly prizes and also be entered for a shot to win the end of the season grand prize, a foursome at TPC Sawgrass, plus three grand in withdrawable bonus dollars to use for your travel accommodations, food, and those sweet, sweet beverages. Be the ball and play for keeps with the king of sportsbooks, our dear, dear friends. Bet MGM. How do you participate, Johnny? Well, it's easy. Log into your Bet MGM Sportsbook app account during the entry period within the promotional period time frame as described in the terms and conditions below. Go to the promotions tab on your Bet MGM Sportsbook account. Access that 2023 Bet MGM three ball challenge. Spin up to three times. You get three spins, not one, two, but you get three to lock in your roster. And of course, one entry permitted. 
per customer. And again, if you guys haven't done this already, already, what are you waiting for? Sign up with our friends at BetMGM, the official sports betting partner of PHNX at the Great Lawn at State Farm Stadium. We will be each and every Sunday this fall hanging out at the BetMGM Sportsbook. And uh, when you're in the app, use that bonus code PHNX. Now, there's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our friends in Arizona, you're going to get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. So BetMGM is giving out free stuff left and right. But you have to download the app, and you got to use that bonus code PHNX. Again, PHNX is the bonus code. Check out the show for full details. And now listen to my guy Shane Diefenbach talk about it in the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Our guy uh, Shane Diefenbach is on the IR, had some teeth pulled. He had the wisdom teeth. I hope I'm not breaking any HIPAA uh, codes here by revealing that he did so, but he's uh, on a liquid diet. He said, hey, can you bring me some Four Peaks? Uh, I'm I'm hungry. And I said, yeah, absolutely. I'll I'll even liquefy anything on their menu for you. If you like, just pop it in the blender or the Vitamix, and uh, I'll get you set up. And he said, yeah, let's do it. Uh, So wishing him obviously speedy recovery, but also wishing you a uh, upcoming father's day and no better place right now. My mouth is watering, just reading their father's day special menu. It's if you're part of their uh, email uh, blast club here for, for four peaks, you'll see that they've got biscuits and gravy, Johnny Ooh. steak and eggs, uh, steak and taters. How about a grilled ribeye loaded baked potato and grilled asparagus? Your Ooh. pee's going to smell funny, but it's, it's okay. It's all right for mm. father's day. Uh, you got the pork chops and applesauce and a classic old fashioned is their specialty drink because four piece doesn't just do beer. That's a misconception. They do okay. classic old fashioned where they've got the uh, copper city bourbon and they've got uh, your dad feeling like Don Draper on father's day. That's going nice. to go a long way as far as you celebrating your old man, or you can just get the the great brew that they make on site there at four peaks. That's their father's day special. I just unveiled that you can find out more. You got to follow them on social at four peaks brew. They've got great uh, giveaways. How about they're trying to get you to a diamondbacks game. You can win four tickets to a diamondbacks game. Get D bucks. Go spin it up at the Four Peaks Tap Room out there in right field. Go si- uh, sign up. Enter to win. The link is in their bio at Four Peaks Brew on IG. It's a must follow. Absolutely is. And their beer is a must drink. Got to be 21 years or older to drink it. And of course, drink it responsibly. Uh, nothing beats a good plate of BNGs, biscuits and gravy. The last mm. one I had was bad. It was at a hotel buffet, so Ooh. I need to be redeemed <laughs> with my friends at Four Peaks. Yeah, it was what the one color that was, was out. the gravy. I don't want to talk about it. It had a hint of blue, maybe, and it might have been when we went to Disneyland. And I'm like, I need some, I need some That's fuel tough to come uh, back from. It That's is. A, so yeah. I need to be brought back to BNG Live from Four Peaks. Um, Gary Coker in the chat. I agree with this. Buddha was also pissed because Vance was let go and Vance stunk. Uh, he did kind of stink. Um, and uh, he's gone now. Um, I had a tweet once that Buddha Baker responded to <laughs> that um, we won't talk about further other than Buddha. Buddha is ride or die with Vance Joseph. And, and Buddha had some of his best years of his career with Vance. The problem is the rest of the defense did not. And we've seen Vance Joseph, DC, and head coach. And that was not a reality this show wanted to move forward with. So, respectively, Buka, Buddha, um, you know, Vance is going to do his thing in Denver. And we'll see um, how that goes. Uh, Jordan in the chat, I agree with the comment. Uh, was selfish of Buddha, but you saw the video of his Eagles game locker room. Um, think last season hurt him finally get back in the playoffs. Then last season hurts as a player, hundred percent. No one wants to win more than Buddha Baker in the roster on the team. Um, Buddha's professionalism um, during the season and the wherewithal he has and the passion he has to come back after an injury and and really try to will that team. That team had nothing to play for late last year. Buddha could have sat out. Buddha could have said, I'm, "I want to be extended." Could have made a big fuss during the year. He played, and it was like. Him and Michael Bidwell were trying to hold the team accountable late, and then there's Cliff Kingsbury kind of off to the side. It was a really bizarre end of the season last year, but I vividly remember the Buddha comments in the locker room, which, I mean, it didn't fall in deaf ears, but just too many of those players are just gone now, and then Michael Bidwell 
coming in and sidestepping Cliff and saying people are cutting corners in here. And it's just right. Just straight. It was just strange. I'm sure Buddha's like, it's me and the owner. I want to be paid because I'm doing what I need to do. I, I understand where Buddha's coming from. Well, and a lot of the things that stood out to me last year were off the field in, in him showing his leadership qualities uh, off the field because on the field, you know what you're going to get, right? You're right. going to get 100-plus tackles. You're going to get him coming out of nowhere and torpedoing a ball carrier, and it's unreal how he gets from point A to point B. Uh, but, you know, off the field where you had the the Eagles post game, which was, was genuine and authentic, yeah. but also you had, you know, the high ankle sprain where this team is, is – is going down the drain, right? And he made sure, like, something that was reported and is usually a, a two, three, four-week process to get back from, he's back at proc- practice, you know, he missed one practice, I think. He came out of nowhere like a like a ghost. Uh, he was right there in his usual spot, stretching, get ready, and he was back in the lineup making plays for the Arizona Cardinals on a bum ankle, and he yeah. played throughout it until he cracked his shoulder, cracked his shoulder earlier in the game, and played through it to the end, uh, and then he's out for the season, and there he is. He's he's traveling with the team. We see him as we're doing the J.J. Watt farewell, and he's in team meetings. He's still there, uh, and, and he's leading by example, and, and stuff he didn't have to do that he did. And sure, this is a blemish on his resume, or this is a blemish on on the on a perfect player, uh, but there's if, if anybody's going to kind of rebuild the goodwill that he had created before, uh, it's somebody Buda Baker just get him back on the playing field and it's he'll be back and, and the people that are angry right now will be less angry and, and probably forgive him. Jordan, do you ever think Buddha will will like will ever like JG over over Vance? I I think Buddha will come to love Jonathan Gannon. I'm not just saying that because Gannon's new and we, you know we have an affinity for him and he chatted with us at the combine. But I I honestly do believe based on people I know that I trust that are, have been around John Gannon for a long time. Buda Baker and Jonathan Gannon are going to vibe real quick. Now, is that going to lead to a bunch of wins this fall, which is inevitably what Buda wants to see along with a big payday? I don't know. I don't know what this season is going to look like, but I know that like every everywhere Gannon has gone, he has elevated that that secondary, that roster. I mean, I, I, I'm not breaking a ton of news here, but I can tell you definitively, Gannon was the secondary coach for Indianapolis and a prestigious college program called him to come and be their defensive coordinator. And wanted to pay him a bunch of money. And Gannon's like, I love the NFL. I'm sticking with this team. I'm sticking with these guys. His character is immense. Gannon is not driven by money or fame or accolades. He just wants to win and help young men and women achieve their aspirations at the NFL level. And yeah. that might sound like too preachy, but I, I de- definitively, he stuck with those guys in Indy, elevated guys in Minnesota, and then obviously when given the opportunity and earned it in Minnesota or in Philadelphia, he kicked ass and, and took names. I I do not see even if he fails as a head coach, which is always possible, yeah. he is going to elevate this defense in this secondary. Yeah, and and I think that this offseason is is the blip as far as like uh, Buda Baker. It, it's yeah, like I, I I said it earlier, like he's different. He's different than most star players, and like we talk about Jonathan Gannon's ability to take guys who don't have a, a pedigree of like high draft pick and and that they haven't been favored by any franchise that they've been right. a part of. And they put it and they have to take that chip on their shoulder and use that as motivation and take J- JG's uh, teaching and coaching uh, and, and do everything he asks. And it, and it pans out for him to where I think that Buda Baker is a star player with kind of an underdog mentality. And, and he's, he said that to us, even like, I think on our, on our PHNX underscore Cardinals Instagram says like when he posted that cryptic thing where he's like, where people were counting him out or, or he said he uses that as motivation. And it's like, yep. he's a star player, but as far as out, you know, outside of requesting a pl- trade, which is kind of a, a diva star player move, right mm-hmm. outside of that, you know, he is a guy that, that is kind of the underdog. And, and I think that he'll take to J- Jonathan Gannon and Nick Rollis's coaching uh, as soon as he gets in that building, he's not going to be, it's not going to fall on deaf ears. He's not going to go in there and say, well, I learned from BJ and that's what the way I'm going to do it from here on forward. And, and you're not going to tell me what to do. He's, he's a very coachable player, especially within the walls of the facility. hundred percent. I think we're going to get full buy-in. I like this comment, Jean-Paul Edward Didios. Monty had, has set a precedent. No matter who you are, we negotiate on my terms, which is yeah. frankly what this franchise has been missing. And I would also say to that point, Jean-Paul, that because of the confirmation of what you said, which I believe, 
that the comments from Austin Ford today, I, I think do ring hope of an extension. So I don't know if we credited this, but in the first segment, so Austin Ford was on with Doug and Wolf. Uh, they're showing Arizona sports. Today. It's uh, Luke and Wolf. Luke and Wolf. I'm sorry. Luke and yes. Wolf. Um, Cardinals GM Austin Ford on Buda Baker reporting for minicamp after trade request. We're going to get through this week here and we're going to see where we're at in terms of an extension, I would presume, or a new contract. Um, he, Austin Ford, in the best possible way, can give a lot of political speak, right? Which is great because you, you don't want to give too much. You don't want to lose leverage in the media. Kind would always do that, right? Kingsbury, those guys would put their foots in their mouth. Like, it's very diligent and deliberate with what he's saying. And you remember when we talked to Austin Ford in early in the offseason, it was always about DeHop. We don't know, vague responses. I would say that that's there. The lines of communication on a contract extension with Buda Baker are firmly open because if they weren't, he would come out and say, Buda's under contract for the next yeah. two years. We'll go from there. And he's not saying that. And so I, I would take that Jean Paul and everybody else says, I think there's a, what would you say the odds are that Buda gets a new deal this off season? If you had to put a percentage on it, uh, I would say like still under 50%. You think I, so? Yeah. I'd say probably like 30, 30%. Why is that? Why wouldn't you say that they could add years and money to the back end of his deal? You still don't think that's going to be viable? Yeah, for I mean, I, I still think that they, despite them having potentially a ton of cap space, uh, if if they do decide to move off some players that are under contract beyond 2023, that, you know, they, they really want to make sure that that's a reality. And, you know, you can, you can, you know, project what you're going to do, but to add, you know, guaranteed dollars, it just doesn't seem like it fits the rest of the offseason. So, but I also think that it's important to the tone that they've set and the precedent that they've set, like, does it does it prove that Buda Baker, what he the trade request he put in, forced them to to make this move, or they're doing it just to out of respect to the player? And the time the time was going to come; it was inevitable. He didn't have to do that. And I don't know. I I think that it's it gets a little. I just don't see the benefit from Monty Osifort and Jonathan Gannon and the Cardinals to go and and kind of tear things up the old contract and give him a new one at this point. That's fair. Uh, Fennec, uh, 602 in the chat, Monty, and this is true values defensive. And I put D tackle in that group yeah. as well. Cornerback offensive line. And I, I agree with that. I, I would, I would also say though, there are circumstantial situations for outliers like Buda Baker and others where you, you pay a premium for a player that exemplifies everything you want, which is what yeah. Austin Ford articulated when he took the job. So, and that's all he's the outlier. But if that's if you're giving a contract extension to the first out to the the first person you give one to is for an outlier, maybe that sets a trend yeah. with everybody else think, well, I can hold out. I can and they're F around and, and find out really quick how that's gonna go because hey, ex player, you're not Buda Baker. If this yeah. is last offseason, hey Marcus Golden, hey DJ Humphreys, you're not Buda Baker. I I and again, I I'm with you. I don't I don't I don't think they want to run out and give him a bunch of money, but I just feel like for morality purposes and for what he represents, there, there'd be nothing wrong with kicking him a little bit of extra guarantees this year. And then also if he has a great year, you pick up his option for next year and yeah. you kick the can down the road and you still have flexibility 2024 and beyond. But yeah, I just, I, I want something for the fans to be able to celebrate. I saw a comment earlier in the chat, like this is, Outside of Kingsbury being fired, like Buddha reporting, that's one of the best days of the offseason. Yeah, but he also played a, the largest role possible uh, as far as creating this issue, right? I mean, you know, I, I think that Cliff, it was one of the things where it just needed to happen to where right. did this need to happen where, where Buddha forced the issue? You know, he did request the trade, you know, that that's a strike. That's a strike against him. Um so, and it's interesting, like Austin Ford's comments saying like, we're going to get through these next two days and then we'll basically, I'm paraphrasing, but we'll evaluate, right? Mm -hmm. Like JG's maintained with every player, like they've got this plan for him. Like you've seen Buda Baker be highly successful under previous regimes and coaching and stuff like that. But we've got an idea from, we want to see what that looks like on grass first. And this is their first glimpse of Buda Baker. I know it's about as, you know what you're going to get, but 
I think JG, they just want to make sure, do their due diligence. There's no reason you don't have to do anything right now because you've got a full month basically before once mandatory is over, then it's like as dead as the NFL season gets and you can get to all the things that you couldn't get to in the off season. No matter if it was James Betcher or Steve Wilkes or Vance Joseph, he's just he's a pro bowler year after year. He's a winner. You know who else is a winner? Our friends at Circle K are helping make you a winner. I'm going to tell you how in just a second, but we're so excited to partner with our friends at Circle K. Check out your local Circle K. Best coffee, beer, and snack selection. Premium gas at not a premium price. I ran over to Circle K earlier today. Loaded up on snacks and goodies for the fam. Just a couple, I mean, frankly, it's a couple blocks away from my house here in the Copa. I am very blessed. You can be too. Polar Pops that stay cold longer. Favorite snacks, they got a ice coffee, $1.89, 12 packs of beer, 10 bucks, just under Red Bull, 12 ounces, two for $5.75, three for eight, hot dog. We are loading up for the week with our friends at Circle K. And I'm going to tell you right now, I mentioned you could be a winner too. Here's how you win it. Right now, you text PHNX on your phone, your smart device to 31310. You get to join the benefit, the privilege of their SMS subscriber club. That means you get a buy one, get one free, 32 ounce. That's the big boy, boys and girls, Polar Pops. Now, myself, as you know, unsweetened iced tea, double dip. It gets me through the days. I got a three-year-old. I got an eight-year-old. It's hot here. I go through them real quick. You should, too. Again, SMS Subscriber Club, PHNX is the text to 31310. Head to circlek.com slash store dash locator. That's circlek.com slash slash store dash locator to find a circle K nearest to you. It is uh, the summer season is upon us. Not officially summer, but it's been summer here for months here in the desert. Absolutely has been. And uh, you're getting out there. You're popping the shirt off. We've got our second tank Tuesday tomorrow. We're going to be showing off uh, our tans uh, or tan, maybe a farmer's tan potentially, depending on what kind of work we did this, this weekend around the Mm. pool. Or outside, oh. but uh, we also we don't want to have to when we pop off our sleeves. We don't want to think that we have hair sleeves, right? We don't want to have if we got anything on the shoulder blades. We're gonna have to get our manscaped uh, crop trimmers out, the lawnmower 4.0, whatever it is, to reduce the amount of body we have on our hair. And I think it's important everybody keeps that in check these days. It's a smooth sack summer, right? And why not take advantage of all the great deals that they have over at our partner Manscaped? That performance package 4.0 has everything you need to prepare that summer bod that lawnmower 4.0 trimmer features cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents that's terrifying so let's reduce those also that's waterproof most importantly they got that crop preserver i don't need to expound on what that's about how about you go ahead free gifts yeah you want to get in on that you want to get into the the details as far as the crop preserver plus you got the deodorant that goes with that uh, stay cool in this heat. That's a game changer. Uh, but you get two free gifts. That's the most important part of all of this. The Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped. You get the boxers and the shed travel bag. Uh, while wearing sandals is some nasty toenails during the summer months. Take a look at the Shears 2.0. They'll help clean those up. Get out there. Use that 20% off plus free shipping with the code PHNX. We're going to hook you up. 20% off free shipping as well. Use that code PHNX at manscaped.com. It's 20% off free shipping with the code PHNX at manscaped.com. That smooth sack summer, boys. Let's get into it. Let's celebrate in the right fashion with our friends over at Manscaped and don't leave anybody left behind this summer. Smooth it up uh, with Manscaped. Uh, Cardinals backfield could use a little smoothing out, I think, because <laughs> there's a lot of uncertainty, Bo. Yeah, James Conner, and there's a bunch of question marks. So it right. seems like every other day we get a running back of note that gets released. So I think that tells you, well, Cardinals are in the best shape because they don't have a lot of guarantees to the running back position after this year. But what about this year? Can they really go into 2023 with James Conner and then some question marks, Keontae Ingram, Corey Clement? I'd argue both those guys are probably better suited for special teams. Well, my sweet, sweet Redbird alma mater, James <laughs> Robinson of Illinois State, on his, I think, second team, he came out gangbusters with the Jags in 2020, had over 1,000 yards, 10 touchdowns, caught a bunch of passes, um, had a nice two-year contract with New England, two years, $4 million. They cut him today, a year into his contract. Austin Ford obviously has ties to New England. You texted me today and said, that's an interesting fit. I would argue... Maybe outside of Kareem Hunt, this is the best fit yet 
to back up James Conner, especially when you consider they're both inside the tackle runners. They break tackles, and Robinson is very versed catching the football out of the backfield. And you know New England didn't want to pay him a couple million. You could right. probably get James Robinson on the cheap if you're Austin Ford. Yeah, I mean, most of the, the rosters around the league are, are set, and, and most running back rooms are a little deeper than the Cardinals have at five. If yeah. they can get them, you know, maybe a smidge lower than two for four, it, it's different than a, a lot of these other deals. Like, I, I think guys like uh, Kareem Hunt, uh, obviously Dalvin Cook are going to hold out for more money and bigger role on a team that's headed somewhere different or, or going to be in the conversation as far as contenders, where I think James Robinson is going to be looking for team that's just going to give them a chance right and yeah. i think that this this the stars could align where it just might match up now like you look at james rod robinson and you say okay there's a couple red flags here not the most athletic guy obviously not the, the fastest guy he's not fat he didn't run faster than keontae ingram did at the combine he was actually uh what like a tenth of a second slower and he's coming he had a Achilles injury but he's a guy that's just been productive at the NFL level like even in yeah. Jacksonville he averaged over four and a half yards per carry two consecutive seasons and then he goes to the Jets and the Jets had you know a, a pretty loaded backfield uh, of younger runners that are going to impress you on the practice field and it just seemed like James Robinson it just wasn't set up for success there I think he, he would be an interesting guy that I think doesn't fit the current mold of a lot of the older veteran backs that are out there, the Fournettes, the Zeeks, that he's willing bring him in, and immediately he could become the second best running back on your team. Well, I, I, Jordan in the chat, we're going to be running, we're going to be in a run-heavy offense with just James Conner, not there signing a running back. Just don't know who yet. I, I'll double down. Like you can't run the ball sixty percent of the time without multiple backs that are capable. And I know no. a lot of people are like, why would they sign a back? They're tanking this season. They can't spend money on the position. It's like when you get to the fall, you have to have capable players. And again, I think their receiving core is being slept on. We like their tight ends. Their tackle room is robust. Like James Conner is a really good player when he's healthy. That's why they're paying him $10 million this year. He goes down. And it, what if what if it's like a prolonged instance, which we've seen from James, and he's gone for like a month. Who's yeah. running the football for them? And right. a lot of people will just lose the games. That's not how they're thinking. They're not thinking, well, we're just going to lose the game this fall. And we're not going to be competitive. No, no, no. Like, you have to have people that are ready to pick up the baton. Maybe they have the confidence in their coaching staff that it can be somebody who's in camp right now. And they're going to find out. They're going to make a phone call real quick if they're at mandatory camp. And they're like, none of these guys can cut it. But I just, to me, like, there are too many good options now where you can't bring in somebody and not be excited. I, I would yeah. be excited over Dalvin, Kareem Hunt, James Robinson. I mean, how about this comment in the chat? I think this is a really good case study from Jordan. So we miss Eno Benjamin. Had Eno Benjamin not been cut by the Cardinals for the hard knocks situation that was or wasn't, and they had the yeah. outburst, right? He'd still be on the team. He's, his rookie contract would still take effect as a seventh rounder. The, the running back group, I think, would be much more solidified in a weird way if Eno was still on the team. Instead, he's out in New Orleans right now. But his yards per carry was was of quality. I don't know this this running back group. It's it's funny. If you told me that they signed a big time running back, I believe you. And if you said that this time next year, this running back group, nobody's left standing. I'd also yeah. believe you. Yeah, it's possible. It really is possible. And I think with, with Robinson, like even not to knock Eno Benjamin, this isn't what I'm trying to do. But he's just Robinson has done it at the NFL level. He's been legitimately productive at the NFL level. And if you turn on the tape and you watch Robinson, you're like, man, he looks slow. Like, what, how does he do it? He's, I think he's just got the instincts. He's got the ability to find openings that the offensive line created. I mean, and we're talking Jacksonville. Jacksonville, especially his first season, his rookie year, they weren't exactly like like uh, bulldozers opening up, you know, run lanes for, for backs. So, and, and he was able to hold off some in, impressive younger backs and, yeah. and he even made it i think it was possible for uh jacksonville to just cut bait on leonard Fournette at the time they they liked mm -hmm. him and i know things have changed right and he suffered the achilles thing and uh but I, the the arizona cardinals if you were to look at maybe the defensive line the running back room where there's just not a ton of depth this is a guy that i think fits you know where they would actually look to free agent market and say okay here's a guy who's 25 Let's see, you know, if he's got two years in him, let's let's give him that close to two year, four million dollar deal. It's not going to break our bank, and if if it doesn't work, 
cut bait next next offseason. Well, I'll put tinfoil hat on too, and I think a lot of people talk about this scenario, but the Cardinals could be in an advantageous position. Like we've heard rumors like they could trade Zach Ertz at the deadline, which I think is foolish because of him coming off an injury. But like, let's say they sign J- they sign a back to back up James Conner, but then James has a really nice start to the year and a contender loses their top back. And then you could say, well, you could have James Conner who's got, let's say, eight touchdowns in 10 weeks. It's exactly what you need. You need somebody to, to hold the fort down, or maybe you sign a back that somebody would be willing to flip a draft pick for at the deadline when you're always paying 120 cents on the or yeah, 120 cents on the dollar, a little bit of an overpay. I, I think the Cardinals would be wise to look at a series of one-year contracts to see, okay, how does this help us this year and next year in terms of flipping players? I've we, we see that happen every single year. Players become available that don't factor into the team's long-term plans. But, I mean, it, this, this it's an epidemic with the running back situation. I saw a bunch of people tweeting about it, Robert Griffin III, among others. Like, it, even if you're very competent, borderline a starter or a good player, you could be cut because of yeah. this situation. They just don't value you enough. And I think that could play into the Cardinals' benefit of signing one of these guys to a one-year deal. Yeah, and it, it, if they don't, you realize that it's also, you know, organizations just, they lean on more unproven and feel more confident in doing so, despite what's on a guy's resume as far as a 1,000-yard season and, and all the production that we saw out of nowhere in James Robinson's case to where teams are, are willing to say, well, we're going to actually err on the side of, an unknown Keontae Ingram in his youth and the less wear and tear that he's taken on his, on his, on his legs in just under a season's worth of time at a USC slash Texas. Well, don't you feel like Tubo, like the, the people who are running the Cardinals and their offense value running backs. I mean, Drew Petsy, I know he wasn't the GM. Yeah. Had multiple capable backs in Cleveland. And then Austin Ford, in New England, Belichick loves backs. They would bring in a ton every year. I mean, Rex Robinson got bounced because they're stacked at running back in New right. England, Foxborough. And so, right. They they yeah. love that. And then, of course, Austin Ford, the poster child, is Derrick Henry, who makes a ton of money as they're off. I would think of any franchise, this franchise would say, we're not going to overspend, but we can hoard a bunch of good running backs. Or, or maybe I'm off base there. I don't know. It just doesn't, to me, it doesn't add up. I, I just can't imagine they go into the season with just James Conner. Yeah, just James and, and Keontae, who looks like he's taking the second uh, running back reps. They yeah, didn't draft it, it, him, though, and he was a six-round pick. He's ex- expendable as anybody else. I hate to say that, but he just he's unproven just like Eno was unproven. I would argue Eno proved more. Know, J- James had some – Connor had a lot of good things to say about Keontae Ingram, but also James is is somebody that's always going to kind of gas up his, his teammates and yeah. and make sure that they're, they're getting the love that he thinks they deserve. But – I, I don't know. It, it it just five seems low, especially considering that they they went into last season with five. And you look at the five, and you're like, really? That's the that's the team. Those are the five that you're gonna make the exception for. Like, usually have more between now and then. And they're they're tweaking the roster. Like they made a wide receiver move today, where they dropped Auden Tate and they signed Brad Smith, a guy who played in the XFL and didn't do too much at Iowa, but he's had a cup of coffee, I think with the, with the Dallas Cowboys and stuff like that. Six, two wide receiver, like they're tweaking things and they're figuring out who they want to really bring in the camp. So we'll see what happens with, with James Robinson, see if anything, uh, as far as his market, if, if it develops or not, or if it's, you know, right there and for Monty Osford to make an easy deal. Uh, I got a deal for you, by the way, uh, father's day this Sunday, Okay, so if you if you're slacking on a gift for a father yeah. like me or my my better half Bo Brock or anybody else in your life, take advantage. Go phnx.com, the merchandise locker, the dad deal of the year. Uh, or I mean, buy a t-shirt for mom too. Buy a t-shirt for any member of your family. Buy one know. gift. No, mom, no, don't. Mom okay. can't. She can't get in on our Father's Day. I feel so. like when it's when it's Mother's Day, it's Mother's <laughs> Week, and then it's Father's Day in my house. I get it like an hour. But this is how I'm going to spend my hour. Go phnx.com, the merchandise locker. Buy one, get one half off all shirts and hats at the merchandise locker, June 8th to the 18th. And I think, by the way, that works. So if you buy a shirt and then you buy a hat, it's half off. So you you can mix and match a little bit. What better way? Load up, right, before the start of football season. I love this shirt, my PHNX logo shirt, which is fantastic. I Bo's rocking the classic, the original, the OG bird on the ball T-shirt. You can get that at the merchandise locker. There's a ton of stuff. Now, are we... Are we biased and we want you to buy only Cardinal stuff? That's fine. 
But again, I've got a stacked closet of PHNX merchandise, all of which I've paid for because I love it. You can shop right here in the chat. Check it out, phnxlocker.com. And in the meantime, become a diehard. Bo Brock at minicamp tomorrow. He's going to be dabbling, sprinkling exclusive diehard content in our member Discord that you can only get practice clips, insight, roster news, depth, anything you want, you want to do it with the diehard membership. And oh, by the way, if you become a diehard right now, go phnx.com, you get a free hat and or shirt on the house, on us every single year, you're a diehard. Stacking coupons and promos codes like we know how to do it best, go phnx.com. I see, I'm looking at it right now, phnxlocker.com, this this shirt I'm wearing, and you called it the bird on the ball. It is the phnx cardinal ball red tee. That's that's how creative we I are. Like, what I do like we call it? Just call it the Cardinal Ball T. <laughs> I didn't name that. I didn't do that. It's the bird on the ball. <laughs> it's a bird on a ball. That's what the shirt is. You want it? It's the, how do you describe it? It's a bird on a ball. Uh, also, one thing to describe uh, more furniture is the best furniture store in the Valley of the Sun. Uh, no doubt about it. You got to take advantage, especially with the summer heat temperatures, the uh, white glove delivery. Go to morefurniture.com and check out Everything you need for your living room, your dining room, your kids' room, your entertainment office, whatever you're looking to find furniture for in your house, your condo, your apartment, more furniture has it for you. Take advantage of that white glove delivery. They're going to deliver it. They're going to get rid of all the packing materials. They're going to put it up for you, and they're going to put it exactly where you want it. Get that perfect feng shui. It's unbelievable. More furniture. Save big on the best furniture in the valley at morefurniture.com. That's more furniture. Dot com. But if you do go to the PHNX locker and you buy, if say my son, my soon-to-be two-year-old son buys me a sweet, sweet gift from the PHNX locker, Johnny, yeah. I am going to kiss him like our friend Kyler Murray kissed oh. Buddy Morris. Did we see this today? The Cardinals released this video. <laughs> Look at Kyler just locking his lips to Buddy Morris's glorious bald head. Um, I, I'm envious of Buddy. I'm going to be frank with you. Look at that. There's so much to dissect with this photo. <laughs> Basically, the Cardinals posted a clip on their social of Kyler get, wrapping up a workout with Buddy Morris and then giving them a little he- side head smooch. And I think this is great. Um, Kyler making eye contact with the camera, 100%. First, now we got to leave the photo up there. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I need to see this as long as long as humanly possible. Buddy Morris in his homemade cutoff tee definitely would be wrapped here well on Tank Tuesday. And then you mentioned this before the show, Bo pearls around are pearls a thing now with athletes or people who can afford them he's got I mean, the pearl Jack necklace Peterson on started wearing them for the in the braves postseason run okay. uh it's kind of a baseball thing but i think it is becoming more in for dudes to be rocking some pearls i don't know i can't tell if that's if if kyler's wearing a pearl necklace but look at that gaze uh from kyler as he as he lays one on the bald head and look at that high how he's he's holding the football up high there is if buddy morris's head is a football he's he's got it up high uh working on his on his ball carrying skills with buddy morris's noggin jordan in the chat finally some personality at a k1 i just is kyler is this the most comfortable we've ever seen kyler murray i think this we're gonna see the most comfortable kyler murray in his own shoes that we've seen um ever and john paul uh in the chat sweet baby jesus in a muscle shirt <laughs> look every um, day is tank tuesday for buddy morris he never right. wears sleeves he's, he's got the best job on earth he can just put on a cutoff and go to work at tempe but i don't know man like it just this feels this all season just feels exponentially different for kyler murray he's not he's he's with his teammates he's rehabbing i know he's got a long way to go presumably but he's not at least internally not being judged about what he's doing on and off the field his playbook his study habits his contract I, I just hope he's able to focus on football and and he can enjoy football again because I don't know how much he enjoyed football last year. And I, mean, I, I don't yeah. yeah. With with everything with Kingsbury, with everything with Kime, Michael Bidwell putting that clause in his contract. Now it just feels like I'm going to get healthy for my teammates. I want to come back and I want to help my teammates succeed and win. I I know mandatory camps this week and Kyler's not going to be on the field. Um, and the team actually signed an, another Kyler M and that they were kind of playing with, Oh, Kyler M is going to be on the field. Yeah. Kyler McMillan. But I, I do think that it check back in August. And if, if Kyler Murray is not on the field, at least in some capacity, I'll be surprised. Cause it really feels like we didn't get to talk about this last week. He's on vacation with Buddha and they're playing catch and just, we've got some momentum now with K one, yep. some real positive momentum. Does anybody think this guy's not playing till November? Get real. 
Get out. Yeah, of here. and there's there's in, there's of course incentive for Kyler Murray to be at the facility, the Cardinals facility, rehabbing. Uh, it avoids any kind of liability if he was doing it elsewhere. But also, I mean, the fact that it puts him there at the facility and he's around his teammates, it's like you're going to it's it's just organically going to happen where you develop a, a deeper rapport. It really mm-hmm. is, and it's regardless of why they got there, or why he's there. As opposed to you know where he, the you know, previous off seasons he's mostly doing his work at Dallas. Uh, it, it, this is this is go, just going to benefit Kyler Murray and his teammates, and and maybe there's going to be less in a new offense, less confusion because there's more of that kind of uh, sixth sense with his teammates that he's been able to develop over the last couple months. It, it's it's definitely re- there and it and it's real and it, and it's good for the Cardinals and, and we have fun with it and like um, I mean. This let's put it up again. I mean, this is fantastic. I, I somebody said has been saying some uh, some nice things about the podcast. I think it was Vic, uh, Vic on Twitter saying Cardinals Twitter Ra- Mount Rushmore included Johnny and myself. This makes me want to just grab everybody and, and give them a big smooch like this. Well, we're very blessed that we get to do this and uh, get to depict a franchise quarterback smooching the head of his strength and conditioning coach. Uh, we're lucky. Uh, so yeah, very, a big thank you to, to the people on Twitter who put that out there. Uh, so Kyler Murray bought in Deandre Hopkins wasn't, which is why <laughs> D hop is no longer on the team. I want to get to this. I love Jordan, Jordan Schultz, friend mm-hmm. of the program. I would blow him so much. You know what? If he was on right now, he put out a tweet, you retweeted you would what I would blow him a lot of grief. Oh, if okay. He was on the show. <laughs> um, because here, here's the issue. With D Hop, I I'm over the D Hop saga at this point. I'm exhausted by it. Jordan put out there that DeAndre Hopkins had a successful visit with the Titans, and both yeah. sides remain in contact. Uh, Nuke is expected. Hopkins is expected to visit the Patriots. There's a chance he may schedule more visits as well. I just I does Hopkins people want more people to to care about his situation? It's a little bit sad at this point. It, it really is. I think like putting that out there, it's like. DeAndre Hopkins, we all thought was going to have this robust market. It deteriorated. didn't happen. He's been available for weeks now. No one signed him. And now he's like, well, he had a good visit, but he might have other visits. Just, mm-hmm. And he's going to teams that even with DeAndre Hopkins, they're, they're no better than a fringe playoff team. I don't know, man. Is it? We just talked about all these players that left the Cardinals and kind of fizzled out. Is that going to be D-Hop next? Yeah, this is the saddest like recruiting tour yeah, I think I've ever seen. It really is. Is like they were like first to see that the the number one team out of the gates is the Tennessee Titans. And if you're trying to convince me that they're a team on the rise, like you're just not going to do it. And like uh-huh. that, those quarterbacks, he wants to go play with Tannehill or Will Levis or Malik Willis, whoever it might be. And then he's out there at a Tim McGraw concert. Like this is the saddest thing I've ever seen. Like that. Like man, have the the mighty fallen, and then it's like okay, and then you got Mac Jones hypothetically saying, yeah, he'd love. Okay, cool, Mac Jones, McCorkle Jones, a guy who they want to boo out of out of Foxborough at the drop of a hat, and he's close to it, right? He's right on mm-hmm. the fringe. And then what? There wasn't there a, a third team that entered the sweepstakes. There wasn't there a, a reported third team that just entered. Today? Not, I didn't see from Jordan, but like the Bills are out, presumably Kansas City. They're not, he's not even taking it. Like if you're Hopkins and you're trying to win, you would go to Kansas city and just take what, the, whatever they can pay you. But if it's about the money, which is what he's making it clear with his actions, it's about the money. Like I, I, that's, that's to each their own. And I wish Deandre Hopkins. Well, I wish he could have spent more time in Arizona. We got to watch him play, but yeah, this, this whole situation from where it started back in January, where we were like counting our draft picks before we had them, you know, and I'll admit that to now it's he got released and nobody wants to pay him. I mean, is, is he going to make eight figures this year? And by eight figures, I mean, like, is he is somebody going to pay him ten million dollars or more? I would say that probably is not likely. Yeah, I don't think that's rate. likely. That's that's no. nuts. That's and the Cardinals were going to pay him thirty million dollars, which I guess now in hindsight, they were never paying that ever. That was never going to happen. He's out there rocking out to. Tim country music's Tim McGraw. No wonder he's like, ah, I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll let you, thanks. Thanks for an incredible visit, Tennessee. I'll let you know. And of course he's just trying to see if he can find better, better plans instead of committing to your, your kid's first birthday party. 
Hopkins would would go play with Desmond Ritter if they w- were paying him fifteen million dollars. Seventeen, he would play with Sam Howell if they were paying him seventeen million dollars. It's not about winning or his legacy. And Mart's in the chat. The Hail Murray will always be D Hop's legacy Absolutely. here. And the, the unfortunate thing is, is it happened in front of an empty stadium in a year where the Cardinals missed the playoffs, and it, that that shouldn't be his legacy here, but it is. Um, but yeah, I just. I think we're getting to the point where we're safe to assume like wherever D hop goes based on his visits, like he'll be a player to keep an eye on, but the impact days, the relevant days are probably over. I mean, look at Julio Jones. You thought that that was a guy that was going to be like Fitz and he was going to be the exception as far as kind of giving the stiff arm to, to father time. And it father time still kind of remains undefeated outside of Fitz and in, in Tom Brady. Like it, it, especially at the NFL, it, it comes for you and it gets you. And like once the injuries start to pile up and, and different things that take you off the field, that momentum, it, it's tough to stop it. And in, in DeAndre Hopkins, unfortunate situation, I, you know, I, you very rarely see somebody stop that and then get right back on that tr- Hall of Fame trajectory. It, it's so tough. So yeah. I, I don't think that it's unfair to say that. But, like, you look at the individual, like, uh, the, the player, like, he's going to put in the work, but sometimes things just are inevitable. Yeah. Uh, what's inevitable for everybody to do right now is to pick up their smartphones or their devices and go subscribe to this podcast right now. It's the easiest thing you can do. Go to your phone Find where you get your podcast right here. I'm going to pull it up if I'm not too uh, digitally challenged here. Look up PHNX Cardinals on your podcast feed. Subscribe, follow, get those automatic downloads turned on. Bo and I drop a ton of exclusive content on that feed. Do not miss it, especially as this man to my right is at mini camp, mandatory camp, training camp, getting all the insight, training camp battles, who's emerging, who's falling, what could happen with this roster if you're not subscribed to PHNX Cardinals, what are you waiting for? And in the meantime, like this video. It helps share it around the YouTube algorithm. I think we just crossed 14,000 followers. We're about to on uh, PHNX Sports on YouTube. So a lot of moving parts as we prep, yeah. Bo Brock, for a big season in 2023. We, I'm looking at our, our Apple Podcasts uh, yeah. page here. Go give it a, a five-star rating. Go give it a review. We're almost to 100. We want to get Ooh. there to, to 100. We want to pass the strengths remark. Why not make some, some PHNX Cardinals history? You can say I was their 100th review and rating. And you can kind of you can tell that to your family at the dinner table, and then they'll tell you to, to shut up and pass the potatoes. But other But you can wear that with pride, and you should. Yep, I'll make you a deal. If you do that, you take a, a screen capture, you come out to BetMGM this fall, you show it to Bo and I, Drinks on us. First drinks Absolutely. on us. Take, take a review snapshot. We are looking to be amongst the people this fall, every single football Sunday as the Arizona Cardinals kicking off the Jonathan Gannon era. This man to my right is going to be at minicamp. Man, Yana Budabaker, number three, back on the field. Make sure you're following him at Bo Brock. Follow PHNX Cardinals at PHNX underscore Cardinals. I'm Johnny Venerable. We're back on a Tuesday. Have a good night, everybody.